0: Hey, thanks for joining us. You are listening to Youth Uninched by Yuven and Karen. When Fnatic Jen hit us in the face, we both sat down and decided to talk about it. If you happen to be around our age or seem confused on what is going on in the minds of us millennials, cheer up, you have come to the right place. <music>
1: Hello there and welcome to Youth Unhinged with me Karan and my friend here Yuvan. Hi Yuvan, how are you? How was your day? I'm
0: fine. Today was quite fine because I actually went for badminton. I played badminton for three hours non-stop. Oh, no way.
1: You're not joking.
0: Yeah. <laughs> wow! Well, what a
1: coincidence. Well, well, as it so happens, today we are talking about badminton, are we not?
0: Yeah, <laughs> today we are mainly trying to focus on the recent issue that blew up in Malaysia, especially in the... BAM, or better known as BAMITAN Association of Malaysia.
1: Oh, Okay, but before we start, I just want to throw out like a fun fact here. You know, a shuttlecock has been recorded traveling at around 400 and 408 kilometers per hour in the 2015 Hong Kong Open. Have you ever... Like been hit by a by a shuttlecock before like traveling at high speed, like from a smash or something like that.
0: I think today also I did. You did? How how how, how was yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, quite painful, but I'm I'm pretty sure it's definitely not 400 plus kilometer power. Yeah. hour. okay. We are just playing among our Probably friends.
1: Probably not. Yeah, but but either way, yeah, I remember one distinct experience, and it was it wasn't so long ago. It was with you and and another mutual friend of ours. Actually, I got he he whacked her. he he pulled a smash on me a jump smash and mm-hmm. it' stung like anything <laughs> I, I didn't <laughs> I didn't know I didn't know shuttlecocks were lethal until then <laughs>
0: yeah actually if you don't and if you actually got on your any anybody part, yeah, it actually kind of stings in. but then it's just for a while yeah really but, but I mean the guys but, yeah.
1: man like you don't have to go up to national level to get some pretty good mm-hmm. like, hard smashers you know the guys who play regularly I mean yeah uh, even even you perhaps I don't know I I haven't seen you play in a while, but but I mean people like people like the guys that we play with, like in general, I think we've been been together once or twice. Some of them are so good. My goodness, the, the speed, the speed at which they can smash.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like you said, they train like since very young. So they really got the power behind every smash. And I think we can come back to our main topic. Karen, do you want to explain what happened actually in our badminton association of Malaysia?
1: Well, Lee Z recent with the badminton association of malaysia so uh for those of you who haven't been following uh, malaysian news so if you're malaysian then where are you <laughs> but uh if you're if you're part of the international community this isn't actually a very uh, a story that's central in malaysia i mean it broke head it broke worldwide headlines yeah. where our currently our our best shuttler in, in badminton. I'm referring to badminton, if, if any of you are still <laughs> still a bit blur. I'm referring to badminton. Uh, so our, our top badminton player, Lee Zijia, was effectively suspended for two years by the Badminton Association of Malaysia. Uh, and so basically he was barred from playing international tournaments because uh, he said he wanted to, quote-unquote, turn professional. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, they couldn't. They couldn't reach an agreement. Yeah, the BAM M can't fulfill
0: the terms of the players, so he chose to leave the association. And the consequence was that they initially put a two year ban that he can't participate in any of the competition. But now they've also lifted it. And currently, on eleventh of February, this is the hot news. You know, I didn't even tell Karen before the podcast. He actually went to training today with the with the other players because he's still a malaysian player right so he can train under them whenever he wants like he can just come and join in the training institute so yeah So and then he also said that he want to train in dubai so what happened in this dubai case is you guys know victor Axelson, right the number one badminton player in the world right now from denmark? denmark yeah correct what he does is yeah he's actually training in dubai with another Singapore badminton player as well. I'm sorry I couldn't really find his name. But then, yeah. So, what Lizija is trying to do is somehow follow their path by training in Dubai. And his main focus currently is to find a team.
1: Oh, hold on. Let's, let's try to get this one at a time. Uh, first first of all, you mentioned the Singapore's badminton player. So, his name is uh, Low K&U. Yeah, correct. Yeah, Mr. Low <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right. okay. uh, and u Okay. And then you said... He's training in Dubai at the moment, so at the moment everything yeah, has been resolved. Right? And, and you said, "What? What? What? What was that?" You said, "You said that he's now free to join uh, BAM, uh, Badminton Association of Malaysia, for training whenever he wants to." Is that correct?
0: Yeah, because it's it's still a team event, right? The tournament that they're going for, so and he's still a Malaysian player, so he's allowed to train at the, the institute. Yeah. So what happens is that it kind of resolved. But then the main problem is we are arguing about who did the right thing here. Do you actually think that BAM did the right thing by not fulfilling a player's demand mm-hmm. and let him just leave the association just like that? That's my question.
1: Let, let's see. First of all, uh, out of curiosity, do you, do you know what, what agreement they reached? They just said they, they reached an agreement. I don't know what the terms were or what the terms are. From the do news you
0: know? that I've read, the maximum info that or, or rather. Diplomatic answer that they gave us, it ended well. Like they kind of met an agreement and then it w- it went quite well during the discussion. So obviously, I think what they try to do is he can join the training anytime he wants, but then he can still pro- proceed professionally outside the association. And he can still join all the other tournaments and not have in the band instead.
1: Okay, but but then we don't know what exactly the terms are, right? That hasn't been... Yeah, done. that's true. So, so basically all we know is that uh, he's sort of got a free hand to to mm-hmm. continue. Like the suspension has been lifted. That's one thing.
0: Yes. We need to discuss about the three main terms that Lizzy Jha actually asked or rather
1: demanded from Ben Midden Association yeah, and of it's, Malaysia. And this is all going around the fact that he wanted to quote-unquote turn pro, which I want to point out. What does that even yeah. mean?
0: <laughs> I think what he's trying to say is he just want the ability to choose whatever he wants to do. And mainly he left BAM because of the pressure he got because initially everyone keep on saying that he's the next Lee Chong Wei. Lee Chong Wei is our badminton legend, as we all know, Malaysian star, Malaysian number just, one,
1: world number one at one
0: point. Yeah, world number one, and then, in my opinion, of course, I would say he's always the number one. Yeah, but
1: unfortunately, never won, never won a an Olympic, an Olympic gold. Always loses oh. to China, Lin Dan. <laughs>
0: I think they are very strong rival, right? Yes, you see that true. rivalry is very hard to find nowadays. And then there's this guy that carrying the burden of being the so-called next Lee Chong Wei. And then I think it's viable option for him to be able to choose whatever tournament or whatever he wants to do. All he asks for is just three things. His own coach, his own sponsor, and he, he is able to choose his own tournament. The Badminton Association of Malaysia don't even want to fulfil the very easy three terms.
1: So now when you say when you say you want to turn pro, I mean, the general consensus, consensus uh, based on what I've heard so far is, is that, like you said, the three terms. And then uh, mm-hmm. another important thing about turning professional is the fact that the money that you get from winning titles, you get to keep all of it. Did you know that?
0: Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. And then this is the main speculation that was going on when initially Lizzy left the association. Many people were telling that he's trying to turn pro just for the money. But then I think he said publicly that that's not the main reason. But then he don't want to disclose the reason as well initially, until the BAM came into the came into the story and figured something so called agreement. But then I don't even think that's a proper
1: agreement. Yeah, well, they they had no choice. They they had to come into the story first of all. As BAM, well, uh, you you said that he's. He's a uh, he doesn't like the pressure, but like it or not, if you're if you're a professional, a professional in, in the sense that you know playing for a living, that's that's what I mean. Yeah, uh, you are going to face pressure from from all sorts of places. Where when you when you start pick, when you start getting sponsored by someone apart from B A M or, or apart from your country in this case because bam is basically part of the government right in a mm-hmm. sense uh, you're, you're still going to get the pressure malaysians are still going to follow you unless you start changing your nationality to <laughs> to what singapore like like what uh, what was done But singapore's current badminton player was born in penang did you know that
0: oh actually i didn't know that
1: yeah so that is interesting uh, and which, which bam actually looked at uh, and they said well you could sort of do that in if you want to like uh, uh, get us to lift this this two year ban if you want to bypass all of that you can sort of change your uh, change your representative country. However, they weren't very sure whether that abides by the BWF rules. I think it's bad, badminton, badminton World Federation.
0: Federation. Yeah, correct. But then I think that's absolutely absurd asking your own country player to change nationality. Like, what kind of stupid stuff are they trying to do right here? For sure,
1: sure. But, but I mean, BAM doesn't want that.
0: Though. Yeah, but then I think even Lizzie doesn't want that.
1: Yeah, he Both, doesn't I mean, want that as well. Neither any of us want to do that, I guess. Okay, so, so then from BAM's point of view, uh, what they are doing is essentially, I, I think uh, someone put it, put it quite, quite uh, you know, made it come boil down to basically uh, this, this thing in the sense that Badminton Association of Malaysia, what they've done so far is they've uh, gone out, scouted for talent, brought in the talent, spent money training the talent uh, until uh, that talent, you know, become someone like Lisa jia coming from BAM, right? potential world ranking players all over Malaysia Uh, and then they invest a lot of uh, time money stuff like that into these players to get good coaches you know uh, to put them in proper spots facilities so they give all of that and then once you once you start winning titles you suddenly say I don't I don't want to be with you anymore sort of like throwing everything that they gave you into their face and I think that is the main problem that's the first thing. And then another thing is uh mm-hmm. and I'll and I'll let you jump in after this. Uh, another another thing is that is the fact that you're you are representing your country when you represent BAM. Where what, what happened to what happened to national spirit? So uh that is essentially what what most people are on on the BAM side or that that's how I think they are looking, they're looking at it. Like first of all, where's your gratitude? Uh, and then secondly, uh I mean obviously he's thankful for it but just to put it in in very stark in very stark terms right first of all where's your gratitude and secondly don't you don't you want to represent us anymore
0: so I think I can just answer it very easily first of all about the gratitude I think that my stance on this issue is that him leaving BAM is not under a person rational idea or rather a rational decision but then the BAM also not being able to fulfill, fulfilling his demands is also kind of absurd for me. And for the second part, even though he is in the BAM or he has already left as right now, he is still a Malaysian athlete. He is representing Malaysia and he's always going to play for Malaysia. There's no issue about that. That's the main thing. And many people are throwing shits at him and like some hate comments coming out in the social media right now. Nowadays, because they feel like Oh, if he's going to leave the BAM, then he's not a Malaysian player, like you also said it just now. But then it's not actually true. He is still a Malaysian athlete. But then, as you said, he was in the BAM since 13 years old. They groomed him since he was 13 years old. I think I can give another example here. If you think that it is not right for the athlete to leave BAM after getting like this much of investment on them recently there was 144 national athletes exed from the national sports council's training program due to budget cuts this is the news i got from says.com
1: oh, well, what happened to all the money they spent on them
0: yeah actually so they're willing see, to throw
1: that out yeah so that, and then saying, they yeah.
0: can just simply throw 144 athletes out there but then you are saying the one person leaving the by BM just because he can't get his proper agreement with them I don't think it's wrong at all. And then let me tell you what this squash player actually said. Her name is Lowie Wen, our national squash player. I quote, it definitely feels like I've been used and then tossed away. This is the words she said during the interview. Like, can't you just understand how much hurt she's feeling right now? Being representing Malaysia and then just get tossed away just like that.
1: Well, I mean, being used in the sense that, I mean, I, I... Uh, I, what I'd say to that is I, they they put in money into her though, wasn't it? Uh, I mean, it's not like she was paying them. they were paying her for facilities, coaches, what or, like that that was her living for the most part. I think I think the problem here or in in her in her terms is is, is the fact that there's no care after it's all done because I think how, how is she being used? Because
0: she won titles for the country and then suddenly one day, they say that oh you are not a Malaysian athlete anymore
1: yeah but but i mean your your training and all comes from the government so
0: you know the government chose this person as a talent for them to bring the success yeah, yeah. to the so, country so right that, that, that's, that's so the what it is baseline. A, so
1: so i think i think the the problem mainly there is is after everything is done and they say hey you're no longer you're you're no longer needed or our budget can't support you anymore uh well to say to say that you've been used uh I don't know to a certain extent, in the sense that after you're done, you don't have any. Probably in her case, she doesn't have any life savings. She can't just switch jobs after after becoming a professional player, right? Um, who something someone who does things like this on a on a day to day basis and earns money, literally earns her bread off playing playing squash, in yeah. in this case, right. What mm-hmm. are you going to do when, when you just get let down like that?
0: Yeah, that's the question here. Like, it's just so unfair to the players. And then there's this MP of Mbukid Matajam also said this. His name is Steven Sim. And I quote, remove 10 ministers and deputy ministers to resolve lack of funding issues. That's what he said. And what he's trying to say is that's not the right way to just ask just some national athletes. But then you can just go and ask some Politicians, instead, it's a sensitive topic. But then I think it's yeah. worthwhile if you're going to do that much of risk by just throwing all the athletes away.
1: Okay. Well, uh, here's the thing. I think I think uh, zg's case and uh, the national mm-hmm. squash person's case are uh, as as much. Uh, I think I think the only similarity comes down to the fact, or, or the only relation, rather, is the fact that what what you pointed out initially was the fact that they they are willing to throw away that much money spent on what hundred and forty one athletes, but they're not yeah, willing to spend. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a lot of money wasted already. But they're not willing to, you know, spend uh, a substantial amount of money to meet uh, ZGR's requirements to sort of yep. uh, for to sort of fund him uh, to pick the coaches that he wants. So never mind the sponsorship. Maybe he, he's he's fine with that, but maybe maybe he wants a certain coach and that coach sounds too expensive or something like that. In that case, maybe, yeah. In that case, I, I I it like like you said, it doesn't seem reasonable that they're willing to, to throw away so much. Uh, at one side but then at the other side not not put in something Mm -hmm. i mean it's both equally both equally expensive right
0: yeah but then the 144 athletes being ex from the national sports council it's okay but then in this case one person leaving the bam is being such a big issue
1: correct and but but then i think that's as far as the relationship goes Uh, beyond that i think in her case our national squash player or former national squash player I should say if I should point out now uh, mm-hmm. I think that that is that is another issue in that all the sports associations need to have a role in in making sure that once these fellows are out of uh, are out of the game that, that they've got actually something something for them to to make money out of like pension. You can't just leave them leave them like that. What are they going to do for a living after that? Yeah, isn't?
0: and then recently there was a case about it also. If I'm not mistaken, it's a Paralympic athlete of Malaysia. She was found selling tissues yeah, exactly. for a living. Yeah, and,
1: and not only that, a few cases like this as well, isn't it?
0: Yeah, of course there are other cases, but then this is the one that came to the light.
1: Right, yeah. So so in that case, then there's, there's a fundamental problem there, which is that there needs to be a long term strategy in in planning the lives of these professional uh professional athletes who compete for the nation. There, there should there should be something, a system in place that 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 gives them a very clear cut view on what life is going to be like after they're done playing the sport. Yeah. Right.
0: And then when you look at it like internationally also, there are football players like Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo. They're getting all the money from their sponsors as well. Like one of the Instagram posts can just be our whole month's salary, I guess. And yeah, these, are sponsors that, <laughs> these are sponsors that not every athlete, especially in our country, can get. So just expecting them to get the money or financial support through sponsors is not a good idea as well. So as you said, the bottom line is the support need to be there. The long-term support, be support is system. very,
1: very crucial. Yeah. Very good support system. All right, mm-hmm. so now back to ZG's case. Yeah. Let, let, let me point this out. His salary offered by... PAM to to mm-hmm. pay for for leisure or yeah. something like a million a million ringgit I I don't know per year or per month I can't remember what it is nevertheless it's a it's a huge sum so yeah. that's one thing but then if they are willing to pay so much it makes you wonder how much how much money you win by winning a title yeah <laughs> if, he's willing, true, if he's willing so. willing to throw that away and 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 look at something something bigger than I mean pro- probably the, the 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 winnings from going professional is probably big way substantially bigger than that isn't it
0: yeah i mean to be honest it's not that consistent like he was back then but then i think the main reason of him leaving the BAM i would say not just to turn professional but to avoid this pressure that he's been getting
1: yeah so so then back so then i'd ask well aren't you facing that pressure whether you are with BAM or whether you're not with BAM isn't the pressure going to be the same because you also pointed out right you said that whether he represents uh, BAM or not he's still a Malaysian athlete so going by yeah. that logic shouldn't it follow that the pressure is going to be the same wherever it is wherever you I are I think wherever that, he
0: is. yeah that's true I think the pressure is inevitable if he's going to be professional right but then if you think about it if he's able to choose his own tournaments he can perform the way he wants let's see if BAM asked him to join literally all the tournaments that he can join He'll be tired and then he also need to carry the burden of being the next Lee Chong Wei. And then he needs to perform as well. And if he performs badly, people are going to criticize him so badly.
1: But I read an article today where, where the coach said it was his choice actually to enter multiple tournaments at the same time. So it was him who was actually, uh, you know, very excited or who, who wanted to enter all, all of these tournaments at one go mm-hmm. uh, and so he realized true true I think he lost to Singapore's to Singapore's uh, badminton badminton ace uh, the other day that was his last game uh, mm-hmm. as of uh, as of today uh, and the reason why he lost was because he according to his coach at least was because he was playing too many games too many tournaments uh, and didn't have sufficient rest in between. And so mental strength is, is you know, a big factor. And so when, when you say that, then, then the counter becomes that. I mean, he, he's he got a free hand in choosing, you know, uh, wherever he wants to play. It's not like BAM is going to impose what, what they want you to enter. or not.
0: But then if he's going to demand that from BAM, that means he's not having 100% freedom of choice in choosing the autonomous he wants to join, I guess. And what I'm saying is, in case of absolutely... Not having pressure, he can reduce the pressure skating by able to do whatever he wants, like choose his own own tournament, be with his own coach, or rather be with his own sponsor. Because sponsors will also demand stuff from you; they won't just give you money and expect nothing from you. It's like a two way thing, right? You need yeah. To so give doesn't something it become worse yeah. then
1: sponsors plus the expectations of Malaysians? So doesn't it become more pressure then?
0: Yeah, that's why I'm I'm telling you the. Demand that he asked for is he's able to choose his own sponsors. So maybe he can choose the sponsor that do not ask for a lot of requirements or just the ones the ones that he likes basically. So it's you are just reducing the pressure at least.
1: Right. I get where you're coming from. But then the question will be where's room for improvement if you get to choose who you're I mean, if you get to choose a sponsor that's not that demanding, then there there doesn't seem to be an incentive for you to improve because it seems like you've always got like a soft, soft pillow to land on. There's no, yeah. It seems like you're running away from the pressure.
0: I think, yeah, I I would agree with that. I think that's a drawback that you get from it. But then I think currently you also say that it is actually hard for being independent in choosing sponsors and stuff because it's already out of the BAM. But then his main focus right now is make a own team for himself so that he can slowly find like proper sponsors and proper coach for, for him.
1: So you said make so a own main, team for himself. Yeah. So the so main how, focus how right now make?
0: is it. So what happens is if he got his own team, like he can recruit like wherever you want to play with him, right? And then he can find sponsors easily because I think sponsors will be volunteering to sponsor a whole group instead of just one person. And is in a recent article, he also said that there are three to four sponsors who are willing to sponsor. But then he need to have a team first. He said that that's his main focus right now to have a team first,
1: and then only look for sponsors. I mean, in that case, well, it makes a lot of sense to sort of go professional in the sense that you can why why not why not team up with, with the with the best in the world, right? And then you can start practicing with them. In fact, is yeah, it,
0: that's the whole point here. But but it
1: again depends on on who exactly is looking at us you know to, to to be part of his part of his team well we, it's not like we don't have super experienced malaysian malaysian players as well you've got lee chong wei and then who who's the badminton ace that we that we had rashid sidik rashid sidik yeah well well, he criticized uh li jia's uh, Z jia's move he said it's a bit yeah. too early
0: and he said that's due to his lack of experience in life
1: yeah isn't it so so he's making like big decisions very early uh Sure, he won a lot of tournaments, but I mean I don't know. It's, it seems a bit early for him, doesn't it? Well, I don't know. Yeah, do that's
0: why I said him leaving the BAM is not very rational of him. But then equally, I don't think BM did the right thing either.
1: So what well, what do you think they could have done better?
0: I think that at least they can fulfill two out of the three demands at least, and maybe they can find a better agreement. I'll say let him choose his own tournament.
1: But which I think he's doing. Well he, he I like I said just now, he he can he he's got a free hand. That, that's been demonstrated in the fact that he's lost to, to you know Singapore's, but then
0: if he's demanding it from the BAM that means they're not doing it 100% right you What's are that? not going to demand something that, that, that no that but the but associate... then he didn't
1: demand he didn't demand to choose to choose the tournaments that he plays in he, he his demands were three right and, and you mentioned all three of them yeah mm-hmm. it's, so he didn't he didn't mention choosing getting to choose the tournaments that he plays
0: in yeah it's choosing the tournaments you want to play choosing his coach choosing choosing his sponsors
1: all oh, right okay well we don't. We don't even know at the end of the day what what sort of deal they reached. Uh, they reached with uh, BAM, ZGS team, and also B A M. We, we still don't know that as well.
0: why well, it it kind of makes sense as well. I mean, I think I'm going like all around about it. Like one day, one well, no, we'll, not in, un- in
1: that case. Well, it's time for us to take a break anyway. So we'll see you in another uh, few seconds.
0: Okay, so welcome back. I think we can start to conclude what we have been already talking. I think the main problem lies in our sports community in Malaysia, especially. I think that they are not supporting our athletes enough, and they definitely need more encouragement. No, well, no. What I do mean, you think what about are you it talking
1: about? about? I mean, like the the sports community, not no, the sports community as a whole. Of course, there are some problems that we we have come up with. Of course, the uh, most blazing one being the fact that uh, there's. A lack of of maybe a basic system of of helping them get through post sports life what what's life gonna be like after that how are they gonna how are they gonna live essentially what's what's gonna be their bread and butter how are they gonna how are they gonna survive after that so that's essentially one problem but then apart from that bam they've got many 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 experienced people up there uh, and uh, from what what i've heard like for for instance the bam's press conference uh, they said you know Getting grants, a lot of money involved. It, it's not it's not an easy thing to do. So it's a lot of effort that's been that's gone into uh, B A M, and they've done a lot also because uh, I think it's a respectable thing what they've done. Uh, gathering so much talent, trying to look for grants, people who can sponsor them and give them the money, and then there's also the or all of us. We are paying taxes, right? I think a certain amount goes to them as well. Taking all of that and then saying I don't want you anymore. That seems, seems a bit unfair. I'm not
0: sure. I still stand by my opinion because I feel like what he has done is not purely rational, but then it kind of makes sense from his perspective because he needs to improve for his country and for himself as well. And I think he's doing the right decision by training overseas and going professional. And I think as long as our sports community is still in the same system as it is now and not upgrading at all and letting all the athletes just leave the association just like that, I think we're not going to improve at all.
1: Well, first of all, I, I think. Well, they they've just just to finish off. I think I think they reached the solution. First of all, we should all be happy for that. Mm-hmm, yeah, Secondly, that's true. well, I I think we should hope that they can come up with a more sustainable solution that that will last them longer. Uh, so so far, it seems that they are a better understanding of each other's views, uh, and so props to them for that. And yeah, well, I I think I think I think that. Uh Liz, is, is a very very talented player. He's got yeah. how how old is he? Do you do you know how old he is? He's twenty three. Twenty-three, yeah, I thought the same. Well so uh mm-hmm. he's got a long future ahead of him. So uh well the only way you and learn is still
0: haven't reached his peak. True. Yeah. And
1: and the only way you learn is from experience, and that includes uh, bad calls from time to time as well, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, I think we can just end it off by looking at the bright side. Lizija is still our player, he's still our Malaysian badminton player and it's still our clip so I think we can be proud of it and we can end it off right here thank you for listening to us we are Youth 10 Inch and goodbye
1: Bye.